It's like beans on toast. It gets you where you need to go. Yeah. 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 Um, Prince Prince William does look like a bean as well, so that, that analogy really works. And stop making different people carry different things for like five seconds and give it to someone else. Everyone has objects, it would be fine. And then we could be in and out in like half an hour. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the God's Best Kids podcast. Uh, yeah, this has been filmed on the Sabbath. So, literally, no rest day. Do you know what I'm saying? No rest um, for the wicked. Exactly. Um, yeah, so my name is Ophion, and I'm just happy to be here. And I'm joined by my glamorous assistant. Oh, is that me? Is this when I speak now? I speak, okay. I'm Harrison. Nice to be here. Lovely to be here. Against God's yeah. wishes. Against God's wishes. <laughs> See, God's get, we're not, maybe we're not God's best kids. We're with um, It's a work in progress. Work, yeah, work in progress. Um, so yeah, I was welcome back to the podcast. Um, we've got, I don't know. I don't feel like we've got that much to talk about, but it could it could lead to a lot. We've got good pointers, I think. I'm yeah. on Abby. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. We don't have much to talk about, but we always find a way to eke it out into hours worth of content for the lovely people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I didn't even ask how you were. Um, what you say? Yeah, good. I've been standing up at this desk, which is new, the last four hours of my life. So my calves are slowly asking me to give them a rest. But, you know, another two hours, what's going to hurt? Did you not want to do the little bird's eye thing from last week? That got oh. good reception, no? Yeah. I, I, the, I'm, I'm not fussy, you know. It's too, that's too comfortable. I'm not, last, I looked back at last episode and I was like, I was so low energy because I was just, and the same, and the one same before, so low energy sitting in that sofa because you just, you can just melt away and like, you feel so relaxed that you don't actually bother trying very hard. What a revelation. You don't try hard for the pod. Crazy. Send me your CVs via my Instagram, everyone. I'm looking for a new co-host. That's why I'm standing up this week. I am improving as we go, which is the point of the podcast. How are you? How am I doing? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm very yeah, I'm calm. Thanks. Good. Busy week. Lots of walking. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to, happy to be here. Should we just get straight into it? Sure. Yesterday, um, it's fair to say, whether you like it or not, we witnessed something very historic mm. in the coronation of King Charles III. Immediate reaction. Did you watch it? What did you make of it? I watched bits. Mm. I specifically made sure I watched until the crown went on. I basically, I basically watched from the moment they entered the cathedral to the crown going on, and then I saw bits and pieces here and there if I was in the room, but I didn't really watch most of it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ugh. Bits, but like, 
I didn't see anything that significant. I can't lie. I think I always tuned in at the wrong bits. I would tune in to them, like, in the golden carriage going through, like, Whitehall, Parliament, like that. That's so boring. So I never, I, I didn't even get to hear, like, the gospel readings or any good music. Because, like, I, I remember back to, what's it? What's his name? Harry and Meghan. Yeah. Gospel choir there, they were banging. Like, they were mm. actually insane. So I was kind of hoping, um, perhaps, maybe it'd be something similar, but it was just wasn't meant to be. But I did see like clips on the internet, like Twitter. Well, the one gospel song I saw, I didn't actually enjoy that much because it just it was Hallelujah, and it got quite repetitive. Um, but mm. it was really funny to me because the commentator said, "This is the first time that we have had gospel." at a coronation and I just thought well no shit I'm pretty sure gospel didn't exist the last time we had a coronation in this country but sure 75 years ago something is by what I what I read um my favorite gospel uh song was literally the one at Harry Meghan's wedding and it was like a, no I won't be afraid no I won't do you know that song be afraid, like stand stand by me. Yeah, I know the song, but I didn't watch the stand wedding. Huh? I never watched the wedding, so I I, I needed context there. Yeah. Um. No. I need to watch the wedding. It's your clip on YouTube, like thirty seconds. Just listen to it. It's banging. Yeah. That that's kind of my song of the week, Jacob. Audio visual, actually. Nah, neither. Coronation. GB News's coverage of the coronation is my audio for sure of the week. He like he expand. I don't like. What do you mean by that? I'm joking. It's just a joke. Yeah, I know, but like, like, why was it particularly just... awful? It's just GB. News. GB News. No, I've I've. Oh. The only time I've ever seen GB News is people clipping it up and saying, "Look at these racists," or "Look at these fascists," or "Look at these." Whatever. And I go, ah, cool. It's nice that people like that exist in our country and have power. And then go about my day. Oh, didn't like some old guy say something pretty like outdated about like Rishi Sunak? Oh, Calvin Robinson. Um the Oh, that's the priest. The the guy with the afro, yeah. Yeah. He um he said that. He is from uh, a religion. And so what, heathen were all people that are part of the religion, which I don't, is it? I'm not going to say, because I can't remember which religion it was, but whichever religion Sunak's part of. He said, everyone, well, he said, they're all heathens. It's a heathen religion, and he shouldn't be speaking in a place of Christ, basically. Um, I, I won't like, what, what does heathen mean? scam basically like oh seriously yeah it's like a posh old english word for you're a bit of a twat no one likes you you're dirty we don't want to be near you you poor bastard wow that is that's remarkable these political commentators i i, I told you that i don't like that guy calvin robinson because i mm. Like even like a few years ago, I think we talked. We just talked about him like a few couple of years ago. Like he's, I don't, I, I just don't rate him. 
he's, he's I a good... what he said that, I, that particularly like got to me. I was like, nah, I just really don't fuck with you. He's a weird guy, and I don't really go for this whole like people being traitors kind of thing. But like, he literally is a minority in this country, and then like oppresses other minorities and acts like he's some god-given like right to everything. It's mm. so weird to like basically abandon all relationship you have with minorities when you yourself are a minority and people definitely judge you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um but with regards to actual coronation, I thought it was quite um uh, like I did really welcome the fact they kind of got leaders of all like religion religious like dominate dom dominations, I think that's the right word. Yeah. So taking like an active role in the coronation, like it was kind of showing slightly modern modern day Britain, pretty yeah. representative. Like even Greek Orthodox. Yeah, yeah. There was a cardinal repping repping us, us Catholics. Um, and yeah, it was. It was a nice showcase of diversity. The thing I always think is like how much of it is tokenism. Like true. Because I feel like you look at the crowd, for example, despite everyone, you know, you know, making sure everyone's diverse, that's part of it. If you if you take the um met survey of the crowd, I feel like it was a less than one percent non white. Yeah. Not surprised though. It's it's again sparked up the whole royal debate thing. But um what did you make of there were meant to be protests and the lead protesters got arrested? Um did you did you see that? Yeah, I did. Um well the the chairman of the net went on LBC this morning on Andrew Castle's show and said that they needed to do it because 160 protesters were going to set off rape alarms um, whilst a load of horses went past them. And obviously that was going to cause a lot of mayhem because the horses wouldn't react kindly to that at all. And it would be complete carnage. Um, if that's true. I kind of get part of it, but at the same time, you could just confiscate the rape alarms um mm. secondly apparently according to the, this this is the thing i don't really know how to react to it because i have you know both sides are playing whatever like i don't know what the republicans are actually going to do and what they intend to do or how disruptive they're actually going to be and if they had a idea to actually break the law or cause a proper disturbance or not same way, I don't know if the police are telling the truth when they say, yeah, they had these, like, different items. Like, they had the items to handcuff themselves and chain themselves to stuff and, you know, make sure everything went wrong by, like, derailing the horses. And I think there is some worrying sentiment regardless, like, in terms of 
policing in this country and just the lack mm. of free speech that there is at certain times. Like someone in the police said, you know, this is a um, once in a lifetime moment for the royalists. So we took away the Republicans to make sure that they could celebrate this once in a lifetime moment for them. And then the flip side of that is, as someone said in a tweet, Lord knows who, but this is a once in a lifetime moment for the Republicans. They're not going to see it again. And they want to make sure that their voice is heard as equally as the Royalists, which is, I think, fair enough. How do you, how do you feel about it? Um, yeah, I just think, I don't like the lack of free speech. Like, I think one side, like, to, like the side that goes about like Wiggism and like, oh, it's too, it's too this, this, and this now. But like, mm. you can't stop democratic free speech. I mean, I know, I know, um, the current government are trying their very best to do that with some with a bill that got passed recently. Um, so yeah. The 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 protesters said, like they did say before, it was they promised it to be a peaceful protest. Like obviously, how much of that you can believe, but I think, yeah, you should allow protests because we live in a democratic state, um, and we should allow we should be allowed to spark conversation and debate about these topics because ultimately we are funding this family. Um, it's projected to cost like a hundred million uh, pounds from some Guardian uh, thing I saw estimated anyway. So I think it's it's right if we all have a say, you know. Yeah, I think one of the lead, like the leader of the Republicans, said that they were never given a reason as to why they were arrested, which is yeah unlawful. By the way, you're not allowed to be arrested without being told what you're being charged for. So if that's true, again, like I I never know who's telling the truth because both sides are gonna play whatever they can to like get the best like impression among the public. But yeah, I agree with you. Like if they like no crime was committed. No. Like holding up a placard saying not my king, I don't think is is illegal at all. Nor is it offensive in any way. There's that video of that policeman as well. I think he was City of London, so it's slightly different because, you know, they've got slightly different everything in City of London. But um, he was talking to someone saying, if you sing, not my, if you chant, not my king, I will arrest you for being a nuisance. And he was just saying that to someone in his own video, which is, you know, a bit of suppression. Yeah, I, I've not seen that video. I can't lie, but yeah, yeah, it, it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous the way it's going. I think, um, and I don't know. I don't know if I. I feel like I'm quite optimistic, but I don't know, like, if it's ever gonna. I feel like it's slightly kind of really we're quite deep into, in into it. Yeah. If that makes sense. But I I don't I don't I don't see a future without, kind of about people being able to protest with no repercussions. Peaceful protests, by the way. Peaceful protests. Yeah, because like Suella Braveman said this morning, um, the important thing is that the police 
have the ability to um, stop protesters or something along those lines. She's, I think she might have actually used worse wording, but she said something about, you know, the important thing is that, yeah, the police have the ability and all the equipment needed to um, stop protesters, mm -hmm. which the police aren't meant to do at all. The police are meant no. to protect protesters. Yeah. But on a more positive, lighthearted note, one thing I love when all these like big, big events happen, one's like joyful for the country, one like when the Queen died was uh, pretty heartfelt, is the tweets and, you know, some of the social media reactions to that, to that stuff. Uh, I thought so. <laughs> so it was absolutely brilliant. Um, someone tweeted like City Girls are up or sign because or no, it's a good day. It's a great day for side chicks. Um, yeah. It just shows. Yeah, yeah. You, it's like the side chicks are up today. Huh? You're a side chick. You will prosper one day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, side I'm, chick became, became a queen. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I I did right in my notes. Like she just looked a bit like a knob, to be honest. Like. The way she walked in, absolutely grinning, like she just looked so pleased with herself. Like, ha, I've done it. I'm, I'm now these people's queen for like absolutely no reason at all, other than I completely ruined someone's marriage. Yeah, um, yeah, that's not. Uh, you know, that's like I read something that like her great grandmother was yeah. actually the same as well. She was a mistress to. Um, I think it was like Louis the Seventh for something. No, Edward, Edward the Seventh. Rams in the family then. Yeah, that's so that's so weird that, that happened. See, my favorite tweet um was that most people well it was this guy's all matter that he's in the middle. Like I'm the same. I really don't care about the royal family. I don't like deeply hate them or dislike them. I mean some of the things such as spending two hundred and fifty million pounds on a coronation because I want to um when well, million pounds to get to settle out of court by the way. Yeah. But when you've been given the option of having a reduced coronation because of the cost of living crisis to, you know, make your social image look better to the people and rejecting that idea because you're king now, so you want to make everyone know that you're king. Um things like that I don't necessarily agree with, but all in all then they're like a net a net zero for me. I don't see them positively or negatively too much. Like but this tweet said that, you know, there's so many people that are like me, don't care about them. I don't know much about them, don't really follow them. And spending two hundred and fifty million pounds on a um coronation when like fourteen million people in this country can't eat is just about enough to Change me from on the fence to a Republican. Yeah, it, that's that was pretty depressing to to read, but it's one of those things that, fortunately, you just kind of have to sit back and like accept it. There's not you can't really spark an uprise about it because I don't, I don't think anything's going to happen. No, like a bit of a shame. We've spoken about it before. We're British. We're not gonna. The whole country could end up hating the royals and it would probably take 30 years for anyone to do anything about it. Yeah. 
Um, do you do you think um they'll survive our in our lifetime? Like say we're ninety. Because I think people like or dislike Charles, you know, for whatever reasons. Like some people like the work that he does, and to be fair, sometimes he does quite good work, and sometimes Camille is a knob to everyone, and everyone feels the same. But no one really cares about Will and Kate, and I don't think that would change when they come to power. Like they're a bit of, they're like they are the middle of the road royals if there ever were any like they're people that don't do much and when they do stuff it's not going to be offensive or wrong to anyone so i don't think anyone's ever going to be like we need to get these people out it's just everyone's going to feel a bit eh. like, yeah. I think more in touch than charles and camilla and they're you know less offensive than probably anyone that came before them yeah. It's like beans on toast. It gets you where you need to go. Yeah. 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 Um Prince Prince William does look like a bean as well, so that that analogy really works. Um so, so is is Kate the toast then? Okay. Yeah, it's you know look pretty bronze. Brunette, like a Maybe a bit of a caramelized toast. Being too long in the grill. Yeah. Can't be eggs on toast. It can definitely be fried egg on toast. Right. No, it's not your daily breakfast, but scrambled eggs better. That's nah, not. But sometimes porridge does get touched. Porridge is lovely. But I've been my mine's apparently really boring, but what do you think? It's a bit of sugar. Yeah, it's so boring. Do you not put fruit in it? Sometimes a banana. Okay, sometimes, all the time a banana. Maybe a bit of strawberry, maybe a bit of apple. Blueberry, if you're feeling particularly jazzy. Jazzy. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. You should put honey anyway. Hun nah, 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 nah. Oh. Well, I hear honey, but nah, if I put sugar, why do I put honey? That's like... You don't need to put sugar, just put honey in. Nah. Appropriate the bees food. Um, Be the bees. Did you like the whole, like, as, as a whole, what did you think about it? Like, did you think it was... The good? whole day? Bad, all right, impressive, uninteresting. Uh, it didn't really affect me, but like what I thought about it, I thought it was, it was pretty like remarkable. Like it'll start like seeing, like hearing the amount of effort that went into it and planning and prep, and like just seeing the sheer amount of like horses and then the the regiments and like people like that. But like, I don't understand stuff like that. And I've like, seen the uniforms and the drummers. Like, it was a real show of pageantry, and, which is obviously what it is, but at the same time, I just felt it was a bit excessive and um, maybe past its time. But it is past its time. 
but it's I get like it's tradition for the country you live in. So yeah, I, I understand. I understand that's what culture and tradition is for this country, and it is revered all around the world. Like like people people love that all over the Commonwealth. Like like the Canadians there yesterday and people from like they were just talking. I just saw like some interviews with like Canadian people women that travelled all the way from there just for this to camp outside just to get a little glimpse of that. I was like, wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, the old all blacks captain was there too. Oh really? Michael, yeah. I don't know why. I didn't really bother looking it up, but he just saw her on the TV and I was like, oh that's cool. I was like like in the cathedral, like you got an invite. Yeah. I'm mad. Fair uh, enough. Yeah, I just well, the one thing that I kept thinking about, like, yeah, it went on long, it's all a bit, you know, a bit over the top, but it is traditional. I get it. I, as the same as you, like, I understand it all. Like, it's you could argue that it's someone like if we've got a monarchy, it's important to keep the traditions to an extent of the monarchy. Um. But no one in that cathedral, including the man who was being made king, looked like they were enjoying themselves at all. Nah. I've never seen a group of people more bored. It's like when you have speech day at school and like everyone just wants to go home because it's 30 degrees in the boiling sun and you've all been invited to watch you know, seven to 12 people collect awards for being good in a subject that those seven and 12 people, you know, get awards for no one cares. Yeah, it was a long, like, celebration. Like, it was a whole day, like six hours maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just, look, me, in my head, I'm thinking, like, when's lunch? Like, when are you having your lunch? Like, I'm actually genuinely... Seriously, man, I, I'm actually thinking that, like, those poor kids, the choir kids, like, do they get some sort of break or something? You start, like, uh, in there from 7 o'clock. Yeah, um, I don't get the whole, um, the fact they invited, like, the key workers as some sort of, like, reward for their work. I think that's quite insulting, like, reward them. That's hey, not going to, like, that's not going to pay for their bills, you know what I'm saying? This money could have been put towards your pay rise, but so don't worry because this old man is very happy and he's going to spend the next 10 years reminding you that he's very happy to be king and then he's going to die and we're going to have to do it all again. Yeah. William would do the same, like the whole the whole nine yards kind of thing. Even if you wouldn't want to do it, like I've watched the crown, the people around them will make them do it. True, I suppose. Um, yeah, there is talk. They are always talking about modernizing the the monarchy, um, but there are certain things that are in place. So I think, yeah, tough. It'll be one of those things like you have to do it. Yeah, because I was thinking about I was thinking about how you can make it quicker, for example. But like all of the objects that they like receive and swear on or swear by and stuff like that they're technically necessary like that is just the way that the coronation occurs like 
you can't really take those away because then by historical precedent they are no longer being coronated the same way so technically they're almost you could argue not the same so yeah i because I, I, I was thinking you could just like you know not do all this shit the only the thing that you could definitely speed up with is walk a bit quicker first of all and stop making different people carry different things for like five seconds and give it to someone else mm. everyone yeah. has objects it would be fine and then we could be in and out in like half an hour i hear that <laughs> i don't i don't like i didn't see any of that to be honest like in the short clips i watched <laughs> but yeah fair enough yeah i went to church today and the sermon was just basically about um how king charles said his he he's there to serve and not to be served. Yeah. Which, yeah, I you know what? I welcome that message. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what we should all do. Serve others and not to be served. Uh and basically priests were saying like Christ is king and leading a life of service is what we should all aspire to do. Um I just thinking, yeah, would the producer never want to make an appearance on the part? I don't know. I think I've offered before. Like, I'm not sure. And I'm not sure if I would want her to either. Wow. Wow, what a statement. Well, I mean... Not yet. Not yet? When does... When does... When do you deem... When do you deem it's like... I just think it needs to be like we need we need to be in a place where we can lean on her for her opinions and thoughts about things. And I think that's quite difficult because she's quite similar to me and also quite um uh, not very loudly spoken, so yeah spoken. Um, so we would we would have to get her opinion on something that both me and you would probably disagree about because otherwise or or know nothing about because otherwise if it's just her I might as well just tell you most of the answers because it's like we most likely think the same thing about most things fair enough fair enough and that's what um Mr. Ish was saying, wasn't he, um, about like the whole politics thing mm. at uni? Like, yeah, we all kind of disagree. Yeah, so not really like sparking any sort of debate or discourse. It's just like, yeah, we we all kind of think the same because we're at that age. Maybe yeah. we're all old and grey. You know, we'll we'll be a bit outdated and not dis- not agree on anything. Well, I think that's the reason why I found that episode so good, though, was just because it was still a completely fresh perspective. Like, even though Ish, like, I, I would say Ish is definitely more left than I am. I think Ish is probably more left than most people, even I know, even though, like, most people I know are left. Like, 
or, or probably centralized to be honest but you know people just call it left because caring about people is a leftist trait not just a normal human trait for some reason um but yeah it was it was nice having someone else's perspectives on stuff anyway like i think guests on this might be probably more common i'd like to think because it's it's nice to see the way someone else thinks especially if there's someone who you know watches our stuff every now and then like gish does because that that means that they're also informed about what we do and they can add on to conversations we've already had Mm. put their own take on it yeah definitely um so yeah we i'm excited i think we've got I think, yeah, we've got exciting people in our lives that would offer a nice, new, fresh take and that, yeah, we can't wait to have on one day. Anyway, um, I went to Spain this week. Yes. I really enjoyed it. The Basque region. Basque region, a region that's very different uh, to the rest of Spain, has its own distinct uh, history language football. Um, football club yeah that's true uh food everything just a complete different culture and yeah it was my first time going to mainland spain and very like i really enjoyed it i loved it mm. where would you where would you rate it in places you've been that's a really good question uh places i've been um let's i just want to say um I think we're really lucky to live in like Europe, like because like say we said we talk about migrating. No, I know it's a bit. Sorry, I, 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 the second you said that, what I thought was, and we were once lucky to be in Europe, but oh, <laughs> yeah, we were, yeah. But my point, like the actual continent, as opposed to geopolitics, um, like say if we, I was thinking this the other day, I got cousins in Australia. And they don't get to like travel the way we do for so yeah. cheap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like Americans as well. Like they go like going to Europe for them is a big thing. Like people, yeah. And it's yeah, same with down under, like Kiwis and Aussies. They're like going to Europe is a massive thing. Like you're you're basically on the other side of the world. You don't mm. know anything, and you're so far away. Like if if you want to do it for a long period of time, it's a really big decision. And if you want to do it for a short period of time, it's a lot of money, and you still don't know what you're doing. Whereas exactly. in Europe, our cultures are all similar enough for us, and all mm. close enough, like geographically, that you can nip here, nip there, and kind of understand what's going on, even though it's different to wherever else you might have been. Or wherever you're from, like it's you still get it, and it's really, yeah. really nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, even in in like days, you can be in one country, travel mm. in the morning, come back in the evening, kind of thing for work or work, just a little getaway. Um, through three countries to get to Holland, and Holland, you go through three countries to get to the Netherlands. Yeah. Easy, exactly. A nice little trip. You can tick off so many countries on your country body count. It's brilliant. That's what I'm trying to do, man. Um, but yeah, like I feel like if you're in those kind of places, as like fascinated as we all are, us Europeans are about them, um, 
it's more domestic holidays there. Do you know what I mean? Like you're traveling into country yeah. there as we're we're going about, which I think, yeah, I'm really grateful for that opportunity. Um where does it rate that so going back to your main group, I don't that's so difficult. I'd have to think about it a bit longer. But there was a lot of walking, it was really, really hilly, like seriously steep. How you steep, steep. Bro, they're fat. Jack Grealish. It's kind of different now. Did it did it help heal your ankle at all? Uh yeah, yeah, we were saying this before. Like I didn't I didn't wear a brace. It did kind of do wonders to my ankle. Oh cool. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't moaning either. I was like, my ankle. I just just found it. Oh, that sounds uh, like <laughs> But it was really beautiful to be fair. And it's one of those places like there are the big two in Spain, obviously Barcelona and Madrid. Yeah. So here, no one really spoke English. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're quite they're sort of they're quite like patriotic, aren't they? In the Basque. yeah, that's right. Um. So, so yeah, no one really spoke English. Um. So it's proper. It's like authentic. In like, I'm I'm not been to Barcelona and Madrid, but I'm sure those places are authentic. But this is like distinctive culture culturally in terms of like where the Basque people they've got their own history mm -hmm. they've, they've been attacked by the French and whoever else um, they have history with Franco and Franco trying to I can't exactly remember so I'm not going to say anything like because I don't I can't actually remember but I remember Franco kind of affecting them but then but we we met a really lovely Uber driver when we were leaving because we couldn't get the bus. Um, and she was just telling us how it's so different to Catalonia in terms of like the Catalonian people are still fighting for independence and freedom from the rest of Spain, but um, the Bas the Basque people really want to stay because just and it's basically because of the economy and business and trade, like. It, it's just so much beneficial for them to remain part of Spain than to, you know, become its own separate entity. Despite the language barrier, are they still like friendly people? Yeah, say? they were. They're really friendly and like, yeah, there's broken there's broken English that you can like you can get about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can get about. Um, yeah, love friendly people. They have um. So instead of tap, it's not tapas. Their own tapas is like it's called pincho, okay. And it's it's like a piece of bread, and it just has like different toppings, and yeah, it's it's delightful. To be fair, I'll send you pictures of stuff right. later. And I got a shout out TP Ted. You might be able to hear me, maybe not, but he kind of patterned us with all this because of some football deal he got. TP was basically working. He took pictures on his film camera of the football game and just of our experience out there. Nice. So, yeah, shout out to TP for patterning the trip for us. Shout out, Ted. Yeah. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Like Likes all of our posts. Yeah, strong supporter, TP. Um, well, okay, well, yeah. other... other what what food did 
did you have there that is like nothing you've had before then? I can't lie. We kind of wrapped it with the food because, as you probably know, like in Spain, they have siesta and like bars and restaurants close at like weird yeah. times. And each day we just absolutely wrapped it. Like Google was not our friend. Like it was saying, it could say like a bar is open, or a restaurant's open, sorry. We go there and they'll be like, nah, kitchen's shut. We can, we can do like drinks and little snacks. And then, so we never had like a proper, proper meal, like restaurant meal, but we always had enough to like, obviously fill us up with the pinchos and the tapas. Was that, did you, did you enjoy much nightlife at all? Yeah. And no. Um, so basically, we I've kind of figured it out now. Me and Ted went to Italy as well. Yeah. Uh, earlier this academic in like September. And it was again a Tuesday, Wednesday. I think we figured out that Tuesdays, no, Wednesdays are just not like an active, active night. Like it's dead, like things are shut kind of thing. You could probably get a quiet drink and bar hop. So what we did was really just bar hop, to be fair. And that was really nice because um, it was just three of us, me, Ted and Dante. So we were just talking kind of, you know, when you like having deep chats, you like get to know your friends a bit more, even though you know them. It's just kind of like that. Yeah, I think, I think I'm think i done with questions of bugging you about the Basque region. But... You should go to the bakeries. The bakeries, oh, the snacks, crazy. Um, versus Crouches. Like a hundred times, but no, that's crazy. That's crazy. This is those basically we went to some bakery. It looks quite like it looked like an established chain, you know. It looked like a Gales. Do you know Gales? Yeah. Yeah, we kind of together. We went to the first Gales we ever went to together. Oh yeah, that's true. Can't be saying these things. I paid a stupid amount, something uh don't get me started. Anyway, um, yeah, and we just asked this lady who spoke little English, like, what would you recommend? Like, what, what's your favourite? And she recommended this, like, like light, um, fluffy pastry that had, like, cream in the middle. And, oh, my God, it would just, just melts in your mouth. Like, it's so pain. It's so delightful. And it had, like, like little, it's like sugar, like maybe caramelised sugar on top as well and yeah it is delightful it's so pang see i'm about uh, to Tesco chocolate eclair after this so i'm sure i will be feeling exactly the same yeah <laughs> um went to a football match as well what a bilbao one bilbao versus betis which is a, a big game a fight for europe nice bilbao lost um <laughs> That's okay. Like I really enjoyed watching. Yeah, it. I've um, seen Bilbao play before. There, that they are. Good, I've seen them play before. They're a good watch. Bilbao. Yeah, they are. They had this, this the number eight tricky midfielder, like top 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 talent. He's twenty three years old. Um. Yeah, he's just a quality player. Like, um, obviously we saw the Williams brothers, which is pretty sick. Um. Inyaki, the older one, right? Inyaki Williams had to tell their ultras to stop throwing um, bottle caps and stuff on the pitch. At Claudio Bravo, Bravo, Bravo actually, the one played for Man City, he was oh, playing yeah. for Citizen Girl. Um, because he was wasting time 
like from like the tenth minute after they scored. Good. And like we don't really whistle here in football stadiums. Yeah. But like their whistles were crazy. Like like I can imagine an English team going over there is pretty intimidating. Like you just will feel a bit pressed and pressured. Like when United lost to Sevilla, I'm not surprised. Just the atmosphere is crazy. Spanish fans are, I'd say, a level on top of like, in terms of how much they're willing to like go over the top as a crowd. From from just yeah. what, from what you see and hear, like when you're watching this like game between Madrid and Barca, like in El Clasico, you can just hear the like the whistling is constant and pretty much yeah game and. I mean, we don't we don't really need to remind people of the pig's head Figo incident. Oh shit! Yeah, that doesn't happen in England or anywhere. No, no it doesn't. Um, His relationship with their football teams is a very interesting conversation. They absolutely they like love football. Oh yeah, this midfield is called Onai Sanchez. Yeah, I signed him really... in a career mode one there. Yeah, he's a really good player. He's 20, 23 years old. Is he the one that just signed the new contract? Uh, Yeah, it looks like it. because One of their youngsters yeah. signed like a seven-year contract saying, I don't ever want to yeah. leave. Yeah. 2032, it says yeah. on transfer market. So yeah, we use him. It's pretty... Yeah, he's a really good player. Really good player. The culture there's so different in terms of football matches. There's actually no concourse. So you can't buy like drinks, water, beer, not, not, nothing like or like half-time food either. Good thing overall. Uh, everyone brings sandwiches, like a packed lunch. Cost the living crisis. Possibly. I don't I don't know. But it's a pretty popular thing. Like everyone brings it wrapped in uh, tinfoil and then literally as soon as a half time whistle goes it's fair people start scrambling sandwiches it's like safe that's quite cool to be fair yeah it was um, and yeah the, yeah, the atmosphere before was insane like the streets are lined because obviously it's a it's a one city club yeah one club city sorry and I don't really know much about other like big football teams in the Basque region either. So mm. I think everyone there probably supports Bilbao and wow. Wow. And it wasn't even packed either in terms of like the stadium it wasn't at full capacity. But the streets are mental before like they love they they love it. They love it. They love it. Nice. I think it's just pretty they're, they're obviously a very unique club. So I re I really I do like the model. I really like the model. Like Yeah. The the I mean it, it, I mean, it tells you how patriotic the region probably is, but mm. the whole idea of only signing players from your region is something I think that a lot of teams could almost aspire to. I think yeah. it's quite difficult these days as well. Like the fact that they've got Sunset on a nine-year contract is an amazing piece of business when you consider like how much money he could make somewhere else. Mm. yeah it's, it's just it's just incredible really like it tells you how much I, I i guess it yeah it explains how strong and passionate these people are about football like 
you're going to play for your club. You're not going to play for your Bayern or your Barca or your Man City. Yeah. Like you are playing for the team that you've grown up around and with and have looked after you your whole career. Like, franchise. It was nice to see him come on. Like, he's a local, like, serious local hero. Like, everyone loves. He can't put a foot wrong, and the hero ever. He's so good, to be honest. Like, he is just a good player. He's yeah. He's work course his whole career. He's yeah, he is. one of those sound guys that I feel like always deserves more than they get. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like yourself, like, I do really like rate the model. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm obviously not from that region or have any affiliation to it, but it kind of felt like really special. Like, it just felt like so. It's like a tight knit community. Like it's that are so welcoming as well. Like I met some guy who's got family in London. He's telling us about that. Just like, literally at the football ground, and he was like hugging me like I'm literally one of them. That's what. That's how it should be. Yeah. Um. And it's a really diverse city, like. See, that, that's the one thing I did wonder. I don't. I didn't write down this question, but I, I did wonder, like, in terms of tolerance and, you know, culture. What what is it like? Tolerance, like culture, like yeah. It's obviously really Spanish and Basque. It's just Basque. Um, but however, saying that, I saw a lot of African shops, Afro. Afro hair, uh, Caribbean hair, like barbers, um, yeah. yeah, African shops, Nigerian shops. I saw like famous Nigerian snacks that I would have at home and stuff. Like I, I was like really pleasantly surprised. It's a bit Afro. There's a big African community there. Um, tolerance, pretty tolerant. Um, only had like one instant, like one guy, some like drunk old guy at a bar. It was literally like two p.m. Like you know, you know, when you go to like Europe, mm. like well, to be honest, any country, and the the people trying to sell you like bags or whatever scarves. So yeah, one of those people just in the bar, and then it was a black guy, and then me and my friend. Well, me it was me, Ted, and our friend who's also black as well. And the guy was like, like he just like pointing us a Negro, and then like started doing that, and they were like, that was just a bit. Yeah, a bit uncomfortable, but apart from that, everyone was pretty safe. So Basque is definitely a place to go. Yeah, you've got the the Guggenheim as well. Being yes, up. I do want to go. I really want to go. Yeah, I got to give a shout out to to that. That was pretty. That was pretty mega. Pretty yeah. impressive scene. Good place. How much does it cost? Only nine euros to go in. Oh, it's good. Yeah. And shout out, there's this artist from London. She she's a black black artist, black woman. Um, and yeah, her art is just like it's so beautiful. Her quote was like, "I paint what I can't talk about," and so it's just like black culture, and nice. yeah, like beautiful life. And I was trying to, I was wondering who. There's one guy in her art that's consistent. Like he's in like a lot of her art, and I just. Kind of wondering who he was, but yeah, I need to find out. Oh, it's Lynette Yi Yidom Bukaye. I really, really enjoyed that.
True. Um, I would recommend it to anyone. In chores, you need to try the food. The food. Outside is like a massive tarantula, sculpted. It's really, really weird. And there's a dog made of flowers as well. Like, yeah, like a fat dog made of like real flowers. You could smell like the pollen. Like, it was pretty insane. It was so beautiful. That's quite cool. Yeah, it is. I know you would love uh, you love the Guggenheim. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I've always wanted to go. Like ever since, I don't know. I was like thirteen. So yeah, there's one in like Venice as well in Paris. Yeah, and there's the New York one as well. I will want to be returning to that region one day. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Sounds. I, I have a I have a deep connection to it already. Good. Sounds like sounds like you found your future retirement place. The thing is, that's what we were saying. I think for no matter what age you are, it's kind of a perfect city. Moving on to of the weeks. Nice. What have you got for me today for our winner? My winner is anyone who isn't a Tory due to the local elections results. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to expand? They've just imploded a bit. The public have said exactly what they feel about Rishi Sunak and his government, and they've used local elections to tell him that. And somehow the Conservatives are all still in denial that it's somehow a positive thing when it lost over a thousand council seats. So, wow, shit. I didn't, yeah, I, I've not really been following it, following it that closely, but obviously I get BBC notifications and it, Labour gained in a constituency very, re, really close to us as well. Mm. It was like the first time in a number of years. That was very, a very big moment. Mm. That, that was like actually headline news on BBC Breakfast, which was quite cool. Yeah. Um. My winner yes. of the week are actually the Royals and Royalists because you can see that we are not becoming a republic anytime soon. Yeah. Um, there was overwhelming support and respect and there were only hundreds, like a like hundred or so protesters that didn't really cause much of a disruption, which they said they wouldn't, to be fair. Yeah. But um, yeah, the royals uh, I'm sure in that balcony they could see like the overwhelming support for them still. So for their future, it looks pretty secured. And for Royalists, it's the same. I kind of saw that moment for them. So I guess they win. What about loser? So my loser of the week is just the Met police, because realistically. It gets worse for them every week somehow. So, you know, they already they're just losing more faith in the public opinion than they already have, which is quite a hard thing to do. Uh, mine is Athletic Bilbao, because I saw them, I saw them lose. Um, and yeah, it was a pretty drop performance, to be honest. Um, Nico Williams didn't really ball out. It was a bit poor, but like stand up performer was obviously my man, number eight. 
um and yeah that's pretty much it and yeah i was just so surprised by the whole no concourse thing it's a really modern stadium as well by the way it's really beautiful okay. if i was to compare it to anywhere it'd be like the alliance arena like again i'll send you pictures like it was pretty sick track of the week um, my track of the week is Pit Stop by IDK um, from his new album F65, which came out on Friday. And I've listened to it a couple of times. Good album. And this song is just two minutes of your time. Lovely hype song. I, I, see, I usually pick a laid back song because, to be honest, most of the songs I pick are songs that I like driving to. Because it's like I like to keep relaxed when I'm driving, but this song is a good song to like get you in the mood for that, you know, whatever you're doing, whether you're going out, just having a nice having a nice time and you wanna Yeah, it's just a good it's a good album, just listen to the whole album. It might not be my favourite song on the album, but just felt like a bit of change. It's a good song. Good stop, here we go. Oh, and it's F one themed the album. You'll hear David Croft's voice, Crofty, one of the Sky commentators like throughout. It's quite okay. Cool. That's cool. I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. Uh, my song of the week is actually it's dedicated to you. Intro by Northside Benji. You put me on on that guy. Nice. Uh, came on the other day. I was like, oh shit, I've not heard this song for time. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what, who got me on this? And then it was obviously you. So shout you. Northside Benji. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Shout out Northside Benji as well. I mean, he's he's been a bit quiet. I think he released like a project a couple months ago, which was all right. But you know, some of his old songs like intro, yeah, organization, quite good songs. Yeah. The freestyles are, I think it's my favorite song. Mm, nice. Yeah, like that album. I don't know what it's called, but that was a good album. I like it. It was. It was, it was, it was. Do you have an audio visual for me? Okay, and it is not a new one. It is How I Met Your Mother. Um, okay. Never watched it. See, me and Kim, we're both fans of it, but we've never watched it together. Like, we've both watched it probably, who knows, however many times individually uh, before we knew each other. And we've just decided to start watching it again because it is... It is like one of those classics. Like people call Friends a classic, but How I Met Your Mother, I would say, is a lot better than Friends. I'd say it's mm-hmm. funnier. It's more relevant. Um, <clears throat> it's not filmed in front of a live studio audience, so they have the opportunity to do like really nice editing and special effects and stuff that make jokes funnier that you wouldn't get to see in normal sitcoms. And yeah. also- the character development is just really nice to watch. Like the character development for each character is so good, and you wouldn't really know where they end up. Like if you'd watch the first episode, you would have your own conceptions, and they would all be destroyed pretty much. Yeah, I would like to check that out one day. Is it is it quite long? Yeah, um, it's a series. Yeah, I think it's nine. Or ten series, uh, twenty minutes an episode, probably twenty-ish episodes a series. Mm, okay, it's, it's a long one, but it's something easy to watch. Like, 
you know, if you're going to have lunch one day and you're not too bothered about focusing on something, chuck it on. It's quite lighthearted. It's just still a sitcom. Like, you don't have to follow it religiously. Okay. Yeah, I think it could be a summer job, that one. Nice. Uh, did you finish Beef, by the way? It's absolutely insane. I, yeah. I, I, I like, after the first episode, I predicted partly the end episode as anyone could if they know about the structure of film like it's quite a stick on if two people hate each other at the start they might you know find a way to confess but um just i loved the editing in the last episode as well it was just a really good really good ending to it i just think yeah Yeah. the week last week correct that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Did you? Um, um, yeah, I mean, I kind of knew that yourself when yeah. they start hating each other, like, it's like, naturally that's going to happen. I still think she did some pretty awful things, mm. but I struggle not to love her. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Like, even though she did some horrible things, I think Amy is a completely... Like she's still a redeemable, like she's a redeemable character, and I would argue that it goes for all of them. Like the only person I feel like I didn't root for in the whole thing was Naomi, neighbor friends that had a relationship with that really wealthy woman. Yeah, like she was the only one in the whole thing that, despite all of their bad qualities, I didn't see a single as like a single redeemable feature for. Yeah. Um... What about their cousin? I still rooted for him a little bit. Like, until until, in, until everything went down, I'd say. He's a charismatic guy. Yeah. And also, you know, it's David Cho, so I, I actually already respect him, so it's quite yeah easy for me to go, this guy's quite cool. Like, you know, if... I don't know. You name someone that I really like who played like the worst character ever, I'd probably still like that character because I'm like, yeah, but it's this guy. Yeah, I hear that. Um, sorry, I'm just getting news come in here. Uh, Manchester Medics FC have beaten AC Ish's team in the final of a tournament today, and we have been crowned champions. Um, so yeah, Ish, hold that. Hold that. We'll see you at club dinner tonight. <laughs> a little a little two nil win for the boys. Oh good. So getting revenge for last week. Listen, we'd rather have a trophy than finish anywhere that's not first. Pick up the boys. Shout out the team. Shout out the boys for doing that one. Um Ish Jake, hold that. Like actually hold that. So I've just actually sent it to you on text. And that's what um, it's the big think. Uh, it's by the big think, and it's a video on why the worst people. Why did the worst people ri- always rise to power? And it was basically just. So this guy, um, let me just find his name, Brian Class. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he was basically proposing how the like psychopaths, uh, Machiavellian people, and 
I can't remember the third category of people, like there's always rise of power. And like, I think there's some crazy statistic, like maybe one in five CEOs are psychopaths or something, but like maybe a bit more even. I can't actually properly remember it. But he was kind of proposing that when elected leaders, both elected leaders and um, like just CEOs, yeah, we do like a kind of personality test or like some sort of medical test to see if they're fit and to kind of know their purpose and what they aim to achieve and what it would take for them to leave their role. Kind of like, so what are you looking to achieve? And when you do that, are you going to step down and kind of pass the helm to the next person? And he was just kind of saying like, perhaps that's a better way of kind of managing characters and managing, well, what could be like the the deadliest weapons on earth, nuclear nuclear weapons. So, so yeah, I just found that really interesting video. And um, shout out the big think as well. They're pretty big, um, big platform that share a lot of creative ideas. And yeah, I really enjoy a lot of their videos. Yeah, that does sound quite interesting as someone who, you know, is a um hopeful hopefully, you know, future leader or something. Am I a psychopath? You know, question I have to maybe ask. Maybe maybe you're Machiavellian. I have to ask myself, am I a sociopath quite a lot? And then I realise, you know what, I actually want to do good for people, so I'm probably not, but we'll find out one day, won't we? I'll, I'll do a test. Yeah. You can just be Mac Machiavellian, just shit shit on other people and then rise to the top. I don't I hate that. If I rise, everyone rises with me. Good. Good. That's the way it should be. Um, sports fixture. I know you're a big, you're a big NBA fan, so I'm expecting to see oh playoffs at the moment, in it. So oh, I didn't even think of that because we are two with the Heat at the moment. We just lost last night. Who's we? Knicks, sir. The Knicks. We're we're one new up. Who are you? Well, maybe we're two up now. Fake. What do you mean? I've I've always been a Lakers fan. Look at this guy, fake fan. Doesn't even know. I think he might have lost last night. I'm not sure. I'm a Lakers fan, bro. I'm not sure if you lost last night, but LeBron didn't have a shot in the whole first quarter. I'm not actually like No, we won last night, bro. Oh, fair enough. 127-97. Hope oh, Warriors, Curry, um, my man that's got his name. I've got his name in my head, but yeah. We're we're up. And Jake, I'm actually a LeBron fan, so wherever LeBron goes, I grow. I grow, I go. Yeah, yeah. The lef, the the la the liar. Would bro? Absolutely insane level of lying, that man. I I, I, I swear, no LeBron. Oh, that's to say. I swear he can't just like hold himself comfortable in terms of like, yeah, if I didn't do something, I just didn't do it. He's like, no, 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 I, I knew. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've read this book. Yeah, um, my favorite thing is like there's so many different things that could be my. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I mean, when he's talking to Marcus Rashford. Yeah, like, uh, Daniel. Oh, bro, that that guy's, like, Yeah, like that's my that's my favorite thing. <laughs> like, Marcus Rashford barely like even breathed, and he was like, "Yeah, no, yeah, yeah." Just cuts him off straight away. Like, yeah, that's my favorite saying. Like, just you're you're allowed. Yeah, that's Lie there. Um, um, but your 
fixture fix yeah so my actual fixture of the week is sunday the 14th of may at 2 30 p.m mm-hmm. is the manchester united versus chelsea women's fa cup final my god two of the um best women's team which is why they're in the final obviously but you know mm-hmm. I've, seen, I've seen chelsea play some very good football in FA Cup finals previously, and wouldn't be surprised if they do it again. Manchester United have lost the last five games against them. So, I don't know if it's six, I just know the last five game form is 5-0 to Chelsea. But, you know, there's there's a lot of good players on both teams. They both play some very good football, but I, yeah. never, I think when I watch Chelsea play, they're, they're the only women's team that I feel like I've said this before, but they, they play like a men's team. Yeah, like, they're impressive. The other teams, to me, still play like, which is fair enough, like, they're new to it, like, they're new to professional football, and they, it is, they are, it's a young sport in terms of the women's game, but Chelsea are the only ones that, to me, play like they've been playing for, like, 20 years, 30 years. Um, um, They've got the manager like Emma Haynes is mm. really established and really good. I really like but, her. Pardon? I really like her as well. She's got such good like a media personality. Yeah, she's a good pundit. I've seen her um be a pundit for some of the men's games and she has pretty good insight. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna have to support United. Alessia Russo, like that that's that's slime. You've got to support people. That's where you're from, so yeah. And as uh, honorable mention to the Arsenal women's team as well. Unfortunately, got knocked out to Wolfsburg in the semi final of the Champions League. We've had so many injuries. What in the women's team? Yeah, we yeah we've had bare injuries, and like this is it's really weird. Like the women's team, the men's team, and like the under 18s have all like. Before April, we're having a banging season. Like, we were all on top. And then now they've all, like, properly fallen off. Yeah. Bosswood, if you like. It's a bit of a shame, but... It's a North London. Enjoy the process. North London thing. Don't don't be fussing with them. What's your fixture of the week, then? My fixture of the week comes, I believe... I think it's this Tuesday. Wait, Man City play yesterday, Saturday. Yeah, it'll be a Tuesday. And Real Madrid play yesterday. But it's Manchester City versus Real Madrid in the Champions League semi-final. Highly anticipated. Nice. It's right. like the Burner Bay. Who do you think is going to win? Impossible question. Impossible. Impossible. Um Listen, man, Real Madrid, Real Madrid. I, I like to see freedom. I like to see laissez-faire. You know, trust the talent. Like, yeah, I love, I love Real Madrid. I think Real Madrid will come out victorious. And yeah, what about you? No, I'm, I'm the same. I mean, even if I might be a bit biased, I want them to, and I think they should. They are the Champions League team. Like, obviously, Man City, and if you look at like I see Man City and PSG are the same kind of team. Like they're 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 mercenaries to me. They're they're players that are brought together 
not for any real club image or culture, but just to do their job winning titles. And they've both always been eluded by the Champions League. Whereas teams like Real Madrid, they're, you know, they've got history, they've got like they've been at the top forever and they're just a real club with real people, real fans, and yeah. And they like have a, such a good connection with the players. And the players are there as proper long-time servants for most part. Yeah. They love the club and Real is like everyone's dream no one grows up dreaming of playing for man city unless you're like a kid today because they've bought all their success like you dream of growing up no matter what country you're from playing for real madrid like 100 percent. like jude bellingham might be going to real and that says a lot like there's a reason if english players leave england when they're top class it's to go to real madrid and it's because who there is no one else it's it's real and i hope they win and they should win because that is just their heritage yeah absolutely i think real madrid is just the pinnacle of football isn't it like mm. they're that they they are that establishment they are that guy like you can just from the crest of the club like it's literally got a crown it's like so special bro like honestly i think yeah any club in the world like I support Arsenal, but like, if Real Madrid come calling, I'm staying at Arsenal. But still, Real Madrid are a crazy club. Like, they will, uh, I don't know. It's work under Carlo as well, Ancelotti, wow. And like you said, it's a long term project as well. Bedding could be joining that midfield sorted for 10 years, attacking prospects. Rodrigo and Vinny, wow, Vinny. What a player. What a player. Just one solid yeah. team. Yeah, they are. And they're exciting to watch. I like to watch a lot of them. Um anyway, I think I think that's a that's a wrap. Um thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. It has been a pleasure to talk all things royal and basque. That was actually <laughs> rather nice. Yeah, I've enjoyed this um this conversation. It's been yeah, it's been brilliant. Cool. And I've learned a lot, as well. As have I. I. I shall have to pay a visit to the Basque region. Yeah. Um it's it's a successful Sabbath, it looks like for us. Um so yeah, shout out you. Happy. Thanks to the producer and Right, see you, man, next week. Love and affection. See you in a bit. Love and affection. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying.